0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Spoiler Appetite. I'm Tristan. Okay. So, we have some good news today. I am not alone in this episode. Now, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this a couple times on uh, here on the podcast, but I was once a theater kid. Now, I don't really talk about it as much cuz I'm just like I just want to talk about the news on the episode that I want to do and all this stuff, and so, but I don't think, well, I have brought, um, if you go back in the catalog or whatever, I did have someone who I very love and respect met through theater, and so today's guest is, you know, someone I haven't talked to in a long time, or at least heard his voice, or whatever, and, you know, this is a man I... You know, looking at where he is today is truly, truly incredible, and never did I think that this man would be a teacher. Ladies and gentlemen, to help me with today's show, please welcome the great Jonathan Barry
1: hey <laughs> wow you never thought i'd be a teacher what does that mean <laughs>
0: no i i just i never would have guessed i i really never would have guessed i mean oh, just, i mean you just like you don't really think about stuff like that but, that's true that's yeah true. i mean it it's so bizarre so yeah i mean so how yeah, is your is week gone
1: uh this week's been yeah it's been kind of crazy um we're getting ready for testing at school mm-hmm. so you know all that that all that entails but this is my first year teaching so like there everyone has to show me their robes oh so like, it's just it's insane
0: so full-time like straight on teaching
1: <laughs> yeah like because i was in grad school last year gotcha, gotcha. So, mm-hmm. okay
0: so tell the good folks what what subject do you teach
1: uh, So I teach um, exclusively 7th grade language arts, and I also teach a theater class.
0: What do you know? Comes all full circle, doesn't it? It does. It does. <laughs> I mean, so we have a common friend who I've had on podcast as well, and our good friend Olivia uh, Wright is yeah. a teacher as well, and it's just like, all right, I have two teachers on, mm-hmm. so, you know
1: that might tell you something about yourself
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well you know we'll talk about you in a second but let's just get the big the big news out of the way real quick but before we get into that let's talk about one thing off the topic which I only have one thing and that's pretty much it now coming from you know reliable sources so you know Creed three is officially happening, and last time we talked about this, I th- there was word that Michael B. Jordan himself, the leading man for the Creed franchise, was in talks to direct. Well, it has come out today that Michael B. Jordan is officially joining, is officially directing Creed three. Now, Jonathan, I don't know if you've ever seen the Creed movies.
1: I have not.
0: Okay, so were you ever a fan of Rocky?
1: I've never seen a Rocky film either.
0: Okay. You know, I'm in the same boat with you. I've never seen a Rocky movie before, but I'm sure, like, like you know, like you, I imagine you know sort of the lore around what happens in sure. those movies? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Now, I, Creed is one of my... The first Creed is, like, one of my top five favorite movies of all time. I just love just you know, I was never a fan of Rocky, I never really got into it, and I don't know what it was that drew me to that first Creed movie, maybe it was because I really loved Michael B. Jordan as a performer, and seeing him in the first Creed movie was amazing, like, I like the second one, I think it's a worthy sequel, and, you know, as always, I'm not that kind of person when going into sequels, I I want to know if it's going to be better than the first one, because, you know, that's that's too high of an expectation, honestly, So, you know, and I like the idea that Michael B. Jordan is gonna direct Creed, because Creed is not a big franchise, like, you know, it's a well-known franchise, but it's not your, like, very spectacle-looking kind of, uh, franchise. It's more of, like, personal deep connections and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, the fighting's great and all, but it's more about, you know Apollo Creed you know in that first movie he doesn't want to associate himself with uh, I'm sorry Adonis Creed does not want to associate himself with his father Apollo Creed and so that whole movie is about trying to be his own person he's a fighter he's always grown up by himself trying to survive and you know he's always been abandoned or whatever and you know just just the whole I think this franchise is really great I mean unfortunately it doesn't make me want to go back and watch the rocky movies but i'll tell you what man sylvester salone in these movies as a mentor is pretty amazing i mean i truly felt like he could have gotten some sort of nomination for uh that first movie because it was just like because even rocky was going through some stuff and it was just like just that level of care for the franchise you know it's it's you know we live in this era where you know we have movies that were made decades ago and then have a sequel and sometimes it doesn't work out i mean we've had rare exceptions of like you know a sequel to a movie coming back in like decades later and you know creed while creed is totally about uh apollo creed's son or whatever and it's like a spinoff it you totally felt that there was care for both of those movies and you know, I am definitely looking forward to seeing what Michael B. Jordan is going to do with his, like... I believe this is his first time directing um, a movie. So, I'm excited for that. So, Jonathan, I would yeah, highly... Yeah,
1: it's not... Um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely, like, a franchise I want to visit at some point. But just the opportunity hasn't presented, it. so presented it itself, you know.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I... So yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and they have a release date coming in November of 2022, which is, you know, I'm all for it. I can't wait. So, yeah, and now we get into the meat of the show. So, I haven't talked about it as much on the show, because I felt like I there was no way I could do a week-to-week sort of breakdown of WandaVision. Now for me personally, let's take it back to when it was first announced, for me personally, when I first heard WandaVision, I was like, as a concept show, I was like, oh, okay, well, this is pretty new, I, I'm the kind of fan of the genre that loves new shit or whatever, like, you know, uh, time and time again, see, here's my thought process, Jonathan, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but, you know, growing up, you know, I, I've been exposed to this genre since I was, like, very little. Like, I feel like our generation got the best of both worlds. Like, we were there when the first X-Men movie came out. And, you know,
1: just to see... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just to we look... got X-Men, we got Spider-Man, yeah. And we got all Iron Man all in the same decade, almost. All that... Not all maybe that. X-Men, but...
0: Yeah, like, it was just... It's amazing, like i like to refer to those early comic book movies as like the golden age now we're like i don't know what you would call this age specifically with the mcu of course and but i think they've given it some name but
1: i yeah i don't remember what it's called <laughs> i don't
0: know i mean some people say this is the golden age or whatever and i'm like nah i mean yeah we did platinum get at one point but i don't know maybe 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 we're in the silver age i don't know or the bronze <laughs> age it's it's kind of weird with comics um but yeah my thought process with comic book genre now more so than ever I'm just like give me anything I like give me something that's not the norm yes I'll still be there to watch your spider-man your uh your batman your superman all this stuff but you know what I'm really excited for I'm excited I'm excited for shit like Shazam 2 Fury of the Gods I'm excited for the Suicide Squad. I'm excited for the Eternals. I'm excited for fucking Shang-Chi of all characters. Like, I love when we're seeing new shit because it's like, you know, because even as a fan of the Batman character, I'm kind of like, all right, we just, we're done with Ben Affleck Batman or whatever. Now we're getting Robert Pattinson Batman. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I'm already conflicted about the whole idea of like seeing another Batman who's in his early years but it's it's not an origin story it's his second year as Batman and I don't mind that but at the same time I'm kind of like I would like to do I would like to see somebody do what Zack Snyder did with his Batman just drop Batman where he is like he's been doing it for 20 years or you know maybe not 20 years but maybe 10 years like show me the show me the Batman in his prime you know and so that's kind of what i appreciate about snyder's take on his batman and how that batman is very damaged but in any event you know wandavision well, and,
1: and, sorry and if i may yeah, like yeah you're talking about uh stuff kind of getting bland and get one of the new stuff and i think on dc's side and that's not what we're talking about today but like you got the suicide squad mm-hmm. like and that's like that there's that new stuff and people are eating that up you know mm-hmm. um but on a Marvel side, at least, like you—you you remember when, like, Guardians of the Galaxy was oh, yeah. announced? Oh yeah, and like, yeah, there's always that complaint that Marvel is bland and is always doing the same thing. And I think Guardians of the Galaxy and both what we're talking about today are like those exceptions that show that there's variety and still life in this genre.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I remember when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and for me personally, that came out seven years
1: ago 2014 yeah, yeah seven we years still ago in high school
0: i i remember when that came out and i was just kind of like i i wasn't like the the trailers never really appealed to me now granted i guess my mindset at the time was still like you know here's iron man here's all this stuff or whatever it wasn't until so i didn't go see it like opening day because you know it was the dark times for me uh <laughs> so but I, I kind of avoided it. But it wasn't until you know people, you know the the average moviegoer, were just like, "Oh my god!" At the time, you know, people were praising it as it's like this generation's Star Wars in a way. And I'm like, "Well, that's kind of interesting." And then, of course, I was just like, "Okay, let me go see it." And goddamn, was I not entertained or what? I I was <laughs> thoroughly entertained by it. I was just like, I I'm just like. I, And right then and there, I was like, okay, I am never, never doubting the great, you know, our Lord and Savior, Kevin Feige. Like, I'm never going to doubt him again because, you know, looking at his track record, he was appointed as Marvel, like, he was hired at Marvel in, like, 2000, so that's why he got, he was like, I think he was an executive producer or some sort of producer on the first X-Men movie. And it's like... Kevin Feige knows what the average person wants, while at the same time paying, like, respect to the source material, and it's just, like, it's it's insane. Like, I... But, yeah, WandaVision. I... When it first it was announced, I was like, I'm, I'm for it. And then you got the marketing, and it's, you know, of course, they're, it's very influenced by uh, House of M, and that recently... Um, I think it's Tom Taylor, uh, Vision, uh, what's it called, short comic or whatever, limited release, a one-shot comic or something like that, and, yeah, like, I, I don't know, man, like, what, what was your take on it when you first started to hear about WandaVision and, you know, you saw all the marketing for it?
1: Yeah, so I, I don't know if you, um like, I'm a big Disney fan, so, right. um like, I was watching, like, the D23 Expo when they first announced all the shows all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And honestly, and I know this really isn't a popular opinion, but, like, WandaVision was my most anticipated out of everything they've announced. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so, like, seeing what they were, where they were going with it, because I'm also, like, a big sitcom person. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty stoked for it. Um, and I can't believe I just used the word stoked, uh, (laughs) but like, yeah, I thought it was super interesting. And the fact that I had no idea where they were going with it is what just even brought that excitement level even further, you know, I know that wasn't some people's thing, but like, as far as character development and, Mm -hmm. um, just like looking at, uh, more psychological stuff, like that's what I was really excited for. So I was pretty happy, happy with, uh, from the get go. Right. I gotcha.
0: Yeah, for me, you know, again, I I was just like, we're in that new age of Marvel where now that Disney Plus is a thing, here's all these other stories that are going to be on Disney Plus. And what the, I believe what Kevin Feige said, which I don't know how that's going to, like he said basically, if you haven't seen the shows, don't worry, you're not going to be lost in the movies or whatever. And I just be like, Mm -hmm. you know, this, you know, again, it's how I look at the TV, like, at least now, these TV shows, and the internet connected with the, the movies, it really does feel like a comic book, because back in the day, you know, like, in, you know, before, you know, yeah, when comics were a thing, like, my dad always tells a story about how, when he was collecting comics, if you wanted to finish, like, a story, you would have to collect, you know, comics you wouldn't normally collect, so, he was getting Punisher or something like that. He would have to collect, you know, Avengers number thirty-seven or you know, Spider-Man one-two-one 1 or whatever. All these issues, and that's kind of what it feels like here. But I love the fact that Kevin Feige's like you don't have to you don't have to worry about you know uh, being lost when it comes to the movies. And that's the thing too. I mean, the more I think about the Marvel movies, I'm like, because I always thought, you know there are certain Marvel movies where it's like, I don't think, you know, you won't be lost at all. But when I look at it as a whole, I'm like, you know, as a whole, you can make an exception for all those movies. Like, nobody's lost when you watch those movies. Like, you know, I always tell this story about how my mom, <laughs> my mom loves, you know, DC movies. Marvel was never her thing. She wasn't, you know, she collected comics, but she wasn't like a comic a collector. Like, my dad was and so she would you know watch the movies and all that stuff but she was never into Marvel like she was always like man having to take you guys to go see the the Spider-Man movies it was something for her and then I remember you know during the dark times or whatever I was like hey mom let's go watch um Captain America Civil War or whatever in the theater and so I remember you know taking her to go see Civil War I remember when she walked out, she was like, oh, my God, that was really good. And I'm like, right? And then I just said, you know, if you really want to get invested in it, go back and watch, you know, these certain movies. Because I always contend, like, I feel like, I don't know, I keep jumping back and forth between, I think Civil War is the best MCU movie. And, you know, Winter Soldier is the best MCU movie. But it's just, Hmm. it's sort of, because I always... 'Cause somebody Jeremy Johns who I watch on YouTube said it best. Yeah. You know, when you look at when you look at where Tony and Steve are in those movies in that movie, they are completely opposite of who they were when they first when we first met them in the movies. And it was just like, yeah, their ideologies definitely changed. But yeah, uh WandaVision. I I gotta say, for me personally, I I really dug it. I I was especially excited to see how weird are we going to get with it because, you know, and this is totally an unfair comparison, but like one of my favorite TV shows of all time and I finally got around to watching the final season which is uh FX's Legion and uh it, it's totally an un, like unfair comparison. But it's like, you know, you really want to watch something Marvel-related that's very, like, head-trippy or whatever, and you can't really look away for a second, just watch Legion. And with WandaVision, I really did like that, you know, the weirdness to it, the very eerie stuff of all of it. And, you know, I, I gotta say, I I recently, you know, right before I started where we're recording this episode, I literally binged the whole thing, and it was interesting, you know, because beforehand, I was doing it, I was watching it weekly, like everybody else was, and, you know, it, it it was something different, because I remember when they first dropped the first two episodes, I was like, okay, cool, 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 and then, you know, got to episode three, and it was like, okay, another sitcom episode, all right, all right, oh, that ending happens. And then I remember telling a co-worker about it, I'm like, I don't... I'm not entirely sure how I feel right now. And I'm just like, I like it. I'm... You know, if this wasn't MCU-related, I don't think I would watch it. But, you know, since it is MCU-related, I have to watch it. Because I just... Just give me all that content, you
1: know? Um,
0: how did so, you... So, um...
1: Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, So, I'm assuming spoilers are cool, right?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah there you go there's your warning everybody spoilers ahead
1: okay you're gonna have to remind me I I knew that you were rewatching it but I uh, didn't have a chance to so what happens at the end of episode 3
0: episode 3 is where Monica gets blasted out like you know you don't see her you don't see her get blasted out but you know it ends with Wanda being like you know yeah you do see her coming out of the portal whatever and it's it's yeah it's something, and okay, but let's really deep dive into it. i first of all, how did you feel about the week to week, you know, episode? You
1: know, I, I've seen so many people uh, argue about this, but like in the end, I think that it was the smart move to do mm-hmm. the week to week, just because like um, it it was able to build. On itself every week. Now, right. did it backfire in some situations? Absolutely, and maybe we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, as much as like, we love to hate it, you know, right. exactly. in that situation. Yeah, for me, um, for me personally, I would, I'm sorry. I, Go ahead. I was just gonna say I, I would have said though, because um, you mentioned the first two they did that first two episodes mm-hmm. um, to, out together, and then the third one was a little bit. Of the same and then with the change at the end yeah. My, the only thing I would have really changed looking back on it is to do that first three in a row and then start the week to week I don't know what you think about that
0: yeah I, I totally agree because you know when it comes to watching TV shows for me personally I have a rule I give a show three episodes and if you can't hook me in with the hook where you know, you can't, if you don't get me, like, invested in anything within those three episodes, I'm bailing, like, and if I'm unsure, I'll keep going, but at some point, you know, I either stick with it or leave, and, you know, I, I never felt that there was a hook to it, like, I, I think what really kept me there is, again, MCU, but if it wasn't MCU, I think I would have stuck with it because of, like, This very much, like, there is something that's not right here. Just that sort of mystery surrounded it. Like, when Jimmy Woo is trying to contact uh, Wanda through the radio, and stuff like that. And then, you know, uh, Monica Rambeau, as we learn in the show, drops the Ultron, you know, like, reveal and whatnot. It's... It's stuff like that that probably would have gotten me to stick around because I'm just like, I have to see what happens next. Like, eventually they're going to reveal what it is. And so, but I think as week to week or whatever, uh, I mean, I'm with you. I think it was smart play because I I see all these articles about how, you know, you know uh, WandaVision, I think it was last week or the week before, WandaVision is like the number one most watched show ever and that's the thing it's like for me personally binging is a binging shows is one thing like look the the one time i'll say binging was worth it was with the netflix daredevil show because you know for starters you know as far as marvel characters go daredevil is my favorite like he's always been my favorite and so watching that first season I just kept going to the next one, the next one, the next one, because I was like, this is like, I cannot believe they are doing Daredevil right, like, they're just nailing it, and so, but with this, again, I kind of like this more so, because, again, it's just the week to week, you know. And it's especially like talking to others about it. it's like, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to like all these theories and stuff like that? It's just, it's the community like among the people is what makes it fun, even more fun. Exactly.
1: To exactly. Watch it. And I would add on to that. Like you mentioned the Daredevil show, it, it, it even just comes down to. Like um, just the studio, like what they want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like Daredevil, just it was designed to watch all in a row, but this was definitely not designed for that, right? Or else, just like you said, the community wouldn't have been as active, and also for on Disney's business side, they wouldn't have gotten as many subscribers, But right.
0: <laughs> Like for Disney Plus, <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure you saw that article where they, you know, they surpassed like a hundred, like million subscribers now, and it's like exactly, it's stuff like that, and you know again another great example the mandalorian oh my god Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that was great like that every week week to week was so worth it because again talking amongst the community about it and just like just being like i cannot believe we this is the first star wars show we're seeing and it's actually fucking working like i can't believe what i'm seeing and then you know you look at a show like on amazon you know you look at The Boys, for example, and, you know, compare it to their last ratings for the last season or whatever, it was a significant, like, bump up because of the week-to-week. And granted, I have feelings about The Boys, and I'm pretty sure I've shared about it as many times, but, you know, again, the week-to-week works. Like, it really does. Now, the the great part about these shows is that, you know, it's not like your CDW, where I'm just like... I cannot believe I'm about to watch 20 plus episodes. Like, I can't binge 20 plus episodes. That's why when people you know, a lot of people in the fan community are like, you gotta watch Smallville. I'm like, "Uh, there's no fucking way I'm watching 20 plus episodes for 10 seasons of Smallville. Like, I'll watch clips and, you know, again, I have nothing against Smallville. I think you know, as far as like like any other adaptation, it's pretty good it's really good now I wish I could say the same thing for the Fox Gotham show but I can't because there's a lot of things I don't like about that but anyways watching WandaVision binging it was something else too it's like you know I can't I really can't tell you like you know as a viewer as a consumer what's the best way to watch this show like was it worth week to week or was it you know Just you just got to straight up binge it because again there are things that you know when I first watched it I there was you know at least one thing that I didn't like and we'll get into it but binging it and seeing the one problem I had with it didn't bother me as much because of course Mm -hmm. I saw it coming but at the same time I'm like kind of feels natural kind of does and you know it's kind of a setup to what's to come and
1: whatnot and, I, so. and that leaves um like because you're able to you could watch it uh, week to week as it was coming out or you could binge it now so the one thing that you can't do is watch it for the first time mm-hmm. binging the whole thing right so i wonder i, I mean neither of us are going to be able to have that experience but um i wonder like what that would be like if that ruins any of and i'm not really sure where you're going but these um these issues or the, the surprises, like, how that would affect it. I'm kind of curious.
0: Right. So, but I know one thing's for sure. Uh, I know my dad is, like, excited for it because he think he he knows certain things about House of M or whatever, the comic. And so when he was talking to me about it, because I was telling him about WandaVision, it wasn't spoiling anything, but he when he was talking about it, and, you know, I was just like, oh, you are... <laughs> You are going to be so disappointed. But then again, he's... You know, he's a reasonable man. Like, he knows he won't get everything. But but he loves the MCU. Like, you know... because And that's the thing. It's always fun to see, you know, my dad, of all people, like... Gush over these MCU movies. He's just right. like, you just don't understand. We didn't have this. We had the fucking super friends, of all things. And I'm like... <laughs> I mean, you got to respect the past because you know look at look at Adam West Batman like you look at the history in that you know Batman wouldn't be what he is today if it wasn't for Adam West and mainly Adam West because it's like you don't get Dark Knight Returns the comic without Adam West you know but yeah my my dad's gonna binge it and I know my mom's gonna binge it and I I straight up I kid you not I I told my mom when I watched the season finale when it ended or whatever. I was like, you know, WandaVision is done or whatever. And then I sent her another text saying, and before you text me asking questions, just keep watching because I already know (laughs) she's going to ask me about the whole Evan Peters thing. So Uh, that's exactly what I had in my mind. yeah, Yeah. That, because, Oh my God, she, first of all, you know, American Horror Story, at least the first season, was her jam, for sure, you know, I don't think she watched season two, but she, and of course, you know, we watched, uh, I, you know, she would, at the time, drive me to go see, you know, Days of Future Past, or whatever, and she loved Quicksilver, she was like, oh my god, that Quicksilver character is so great, and I'm like, yeah, and so now, just like, oh, the horrors, I, I can't even imagine, because, you know, I remember the one time, I remember one time, you know, nerd-related things or whatever, she went to go see The Last Jedi or whatever, and she came out, and all she sent me was one message, and it was just, Yoda! And I was like, it is a nice moment, isn't it? Like,
1: Oh man, I forgot that was in that movie. Yeah,
0: The Last Jedi, like, I mean, let's not get too much into it, but... You know, because uh-huh. yeah. I've said it, I've said it so many times on here. It's like I like the Last Jedi. There are problems I have with it, but overall, I like the Last Jedi, and I don't care what anybody says about the Luke Skywalker character. I was like, you know, I thoroughly like seeing an emotional human side of broken down Jedi Master Skywalker. I'm am sorry, I like emotions and something to relate to. I get it. I get. It.
1: I get the whole
0: drawback. But anyways,
1: WandaVision. Uh, so yeah, as, as speaking of WandaVision, Vision, uh, I don't know if you've looked into this at all, but do you know if, Wanda uh, like Scarlet Witch or Vision have a- had live action like representations before the MCU, or is this their first? Like Age of Ultron, I, I guess, would be the first.
0: But. I believe this is their first time. Okay. I mean it. It's truly incredible, and you know, and that's the thing about. These movies, especially when you know talking to comic book nerd fans, it's like you got to realize it's called an adaptation for a reason, they'll pick and choose things or whatever, but they won't go with certain things. Like, for example, um, like I don't th- like we're like the Wanda vision, like the Wanda, like costume at the very end of it. I mm-hmm. mean, that's again, some of the suits just don't work. I mean, look at uh, Vision's costume, for example, like it's a good representation of what he looks like in the comics and, you know, it's a great adaptation. So yeah, I mean it, it, yeah, that's, that's all I can really say. But so what, what was your, like, what stands out to you when it comes to WandaVision? Like what is your favorite moment from the show?
1: Um, so, let's see. I'm trying to think. There, because there's so much in each episode. Yeah. But when you're watching it, it doesn't feel like there's that much, you know? Right. Um. I, I don't know. First things, like, first two things that come to mind are the Evan Peters reveal. But by the way, mm-hmm. I <laughs> some people are going to probably get upset. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But... I have the only X-Men movie I have not seen is Days of Future Past. I've seen all the other ones. Damn. That's the one I haven't seen.
0: Damn, you're doing a disservice because that's like <laughs> out of the Fox X-Men ones. That's probably like the third best X-Men movie.
1: Right. Yeah. Like my brother won't stop talking about it. But oh, man. Here I am going and I went inside Dark Phoenix in theaters. Um, yeah. Yeah. But aside from that, so that was pretty epic. And then, like the opening shot for episode four, uh, with uh, gosh, why can't I think of her name? Not Maria. Monica Rambeau. Monica. Monica. Yeah. Monica, like being pieced together in a whole hospital thing. Like that's just so jarring for an opening. Oh my god, dude!
0: Like me and you are on the same page. Like I, especially watching it again, I'm just like, you know. It I feel this is probably my favorite episode because of that opening, like exactly s- seeing a new perspective of everybody coming back, like but in a really horrifying way or whatever. And, you know, Monica asking where her mother is, and that yeah. whole debacle. It's like, dude, like you know what a what a great introduction to introduce us to that character, you know, or coming back to that <laughs> character at least.
1: Yeah, it, I think it's great a great introduction to the character for people who, um, who both don't know who it is and people who did know who it was going into it. Because, like, if you follow it as closely as you or I do or any other fan, they knew she was in the show ahead of time. Right. Um, just because of casting announcements and stuff. But, um, like, the only other mention of, like, the blip or people coming back is from far from home. Yes. And they took that in a very comical route. Right. So I think it was so important in the show. Like we didn't know that that was going to be a part of it, but the fact that they take it so dramatically and they show, um, like such stark contrast, stark, Mm -hmm. um, to far from home after these three kind of silly Dick Van Dyke esque um, episodes. Like, it's like, like this is what we're doing. And if you're not on board with it, then you should just probably like just take take a back seat,
0: right? And you know what's even better is like okay, now we have three different like perspectives. Well, not well, yeah. We can say we there's three different res- like perspectives. You know, the first one being Endgame, end game where everybody just shows up and it's just like that's true. Like that, that to me is probably going to be one of my favorite like uh, movie going experiences because. You know, for me,
1: yeah, of course, of course. I,
0: I I had that day off, and I bought you know two tickets for me and a friend, and I was like, because as soon as they dropped, I was like, gotta get them because you know I'm taking the day off. I don't give a fuck. I'm seeing Endgame. There's no way in hell I'm getting that spoil for me. And so, oh, yeah,
1: I I still have my ticket stub. I've got my popcorn bucket that I bought that day. Oh, like God. it's momentous. I for mean, sure,
0: it's like you know. For me, it, and again, a, a second like, you know, and just being in the packed theater with everybody just screaming, it's just like I, I cannot believe, you know, and you know, c- it, again, when it comes to the fans, like the hardcore fans, it doesn't matter what we think. It matter like what really matters is, you know, the average moviegoer, like how do they feel about it? And it's like, right, right. you know, dude, like <laughs> I, you know, and the best thing about you know the MCU is the callbacks you know and like the whole like on your left I was like oh my god but the one big like comeback or the full circle around that really like got me and it's my favorite scene the whole movie in Endgame is when it's Steve and Pecky having their last dance like
1: oh my god I was so afraid you were going to say it was Ant-Man dropping a taco
0: no 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 man like Cause for me personally, Steve Rogers has always been my favorite uh, Avenger in the MCU, and it's just like the I was like the I was like I was a fucking mess, and I was like, get up! They just brought that back, <laughs> like what? the th- – I had to wait fucking eight years to see that all come back. Just the I I was like, and I watched the interview, uh, an interview with the writers, and they were asked about that scene. They were like, oh yeah you know it it was always the intention like if we ever came back that was always the intention of having Steve and Peggy do have their dance and it's like fuck and so but but yeah so yeah we see that perspective with Endgame very heroic you know as you said with Far From Home the very comedic and now we're in WandaVision and seeing the horrifyingness of it all mm-hmm. and it's like and so it kind of puts the bed to theory of like okay Say if somebody got blipped from the snap or whatever, and they're in the plane. Apparently, if they're in a like, if the plane is still going, they're going to arrive back in their seats or whatever. Because we do see in the opening of episode four of Wandavision, you know, we see uh, there's one guy that's on that's back on an empty gurney or whatever. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like okay, but yeah, I yeah, my favorite moment is what you just said. Like my favorite moment. The one thing that really sticks out is that scene. Because I'm like, because when I first watched it, I didn't know what was going on. And then she comes back together. And I'm like, what? What? And then, you know, it's it's just so chaotic. Like, I'm just like, okay, where the hell? We're in a hospital? Whole, I was like, what the fuck? And then they dropped the whole Maria Rambo having cancer. And, you know, she beat it. And then it came back. And it's like, and now she's gone. And it's like, what a what a great fucking motivation for, you know, for Monica as a character. And it's like, going forward, it's like, I can't wait to see. Because in WandaVision, there's a moment, I think it's in episode 4 or 5, I think it's 5, where they, Monica has, seems to like, diss on Carol Danvers. You know, we're not talking oh, about yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel. And it's like... I'm just like... Because who brought it
1: up? It was either Darcy or Rue or... Yeah. Somebody brought it
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I... And that's why I'm just like, dude, I can't wait to see Captain Marvel 2 because I could totally see that coming into play where she has this distrust with Captain Marvel. It's like, you were gone. you never... And you came back and you didn't even bother to see Maria and all this stuff. And it's like, I... I'm ready to see that sort of confrontation because I could see that coming. And, yeah, I... I love WandaVision. I mean, I think you and I probably love it the most because of the fact that it's Wanda dealing with grief, you know? I I, I just... It's just so amazing because, yeah, you look back at Avengers Age of Ultron and then, you know, what she did in Civil War and all this stuff, and, you know, she just loses it, you know? And it's... It's right. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I think I, yeah like when you first meet that character like you don't like there's not much to her and they've really done such a great job of building the character mm. just from scratch essentially because they, they didn't have those x-men rights at the time right um but i i, I would say like in um in Endgame end game when wanda like almost single-handedly takes out thanos yeah. like at that point, that is when Wanda became my favorite Avenger. Mm-hmm. And that just even added excitement to <laughs> to the show for me. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I mean, she truly is the strongest Avenger. Like, I, I'm sorry. I, I totally am in that boat of like, okay, you know, strongest Avenger. Like, what does strong mean to you, I feel like, is what it's going to come down to. And I just feel like, you know, the fact that Wanda still, still keeps going in life and you know, nearly fucking takes out Thanos, and, you know, even Thanos was, like, in trouble, because, you know, he was, like, fucking fire everything on them, like, he was that fucking scared, like, you know, she, yeah, she is, like, at least I think she's the strongest Avenger, and, you know, it's just interesting, um, so fan theories, I mean, let's just get this out of the way, So fan theories. Right, yeah. I I feel like it's, you know, a lot of things amuse me. And seeing fan theories being crushed. And, you know, hearing these fan theories, I'm just like, ooh, I hope not. Because there was always that worry of, like, maybe these people are right. Like, what if, you know, it's actually the, like, Quicksilver from the Fox X-Men universe. And, you know, I'll just say it. I'll, I'll say it. I'm the 1% that was like, I am so glad Evan Peters was not Quicksilver because, oh boy, would I hate that.
1: (laughs) I just... You know, I've been seeing that a lot recently, like more people saying that that they're happy about that, and I don't understand that viewpoint. Can you like kind of...
0: Okay, from my perspective, I just, I am just like, okay, first of all, Kevin Feige I think at the last, you know, Disney presentation, he specifically said he's not touching mutants in 5 years or whatever. And so, you know, look, I love Evan Peters as Quicksilver in the Fox X-Men universe, but I I get it and you know, I'm not a fan of multiverse stuff as much because you know, I'm just like it feels too easy to say like, oh, let's bring back Tony Stark from a different universe and all this stuff. And it's like there's a lot of possibilities. there's a lot of dumb possibilities you could do, too. And plus, it just feels too easy and cheap. And I just... Look, if you're going to do X-Men... Like, look, I'm sorry. You know, you can do X-Men. You can do X-Men. But you don't need to bring in the Fox iteration in here. And I just... I I was just... I'm not about that idea at all. Like, because, again, you know, on unpopular opinion, like, I am not... I'll say it. I'll straight up tell somebody like, no, I do not want to see Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. I'm sorry. I oh, just, no, no. I just, yeah, I just felt like after Logan, I'm like, dude, it's done. Like
1: go on. He, a, he on earned a that. Mark. He earned yeah. that.
0: Yeah. I just, I couldn't deal with that idea. And so again, this notion like, yeah, he's a great Quicksilver, but I'm just like, I can't, why would, cause that would, that would, that doesn't make sense to me. Like why would Kevin Feige, bring in you know somebody else's toys like kevin feige seems like the kind of person. that's like no i'm gonna do my own thing like i'm gonna play with my own toys and that's why no, i feel unless like you're sony yeah so yeah something like that well then again it's like it's sort of well that's a collaboration honestly but yeah i at the
1: moment yeah I, at, at the moment, at the moment, it moment
0: is. which again and that's the other thing too it's like people crying about when you know it first happened that you know Spider-Man wasn't going to come back to the MCU, it's like, the MCU would be fine without Spider-Man, have you seen these movies, like, I, I, it's like, yay, for us average Spider-Man fans who grew up watching Spider-Man, but like, when Spider-Man's gone, the MCU's going to be fine, because their storytelling, and the way they treat their characters so, like, elegantly, I think they'll be fine, and so... Yeah, I, I I love the fact that Evan Peters' character was the most expensive joke ever. I was just like, I am so glad that happened because, again, it just feels like you're doing too much. Like, I feel like, you know, nobody would be talking about WandaVision if it wasn't, like, they wouldn't get to the core part of what makes WandaVision so great is because it's more about Wanda Doom with the trauma and the grief she's going through. And I just feel like... Evan Peters as Quicksilver kind of would have taken that away and whatnot. You know, Monica Rambo. Yeah,
1: yeah, I can see that.
0: You know, Monica Rambeau getting her powers is big, but it's not as big as, say, like, you know, Wanda having the, the Darkhold book or whatever, you know? it's mm-hmm. It feels too grand. It's like, again, coming back to fan theories, it, man. I exactly, just, yeah. The amount of fan theories. Like, there was one fan theory that mm-hmm. I was like, I would love to see that, which was, you know, who's the uh, astro the, the engineer. engineer or whatever. And I was like, yeah, if it's John Krasinski as, you know, Reed Richards, the internet's the gonna... enti-
1: almost the entire internet had been convinced that yeah. that's what was going to happen.
0: And, you know, watching it again for a binge or whatever, it's like, it's not, it's literally like anybody could have been that, like literally anybody could have been, you know, The engineer it's like
1: but But, in that uh, i i think that circles back to our what we were talking about with the the weekly Mm
0: -hmm. thing
1: like everyone's had it in their heads that like whenever you mention somebody not by name it's Mm got to be setting something up yeah And so i think that ended up hurting it in a little way you you know speaking of that specific fan theory i was not um i personally wasn't really on the um mr fantastic train i had in my mind that it was going to end up being like whatever the MCU's version of Hank McCoy was going to be.
0: See, somebody – I saw another theory. It's like, okay, who could be the engineer? And somebody said it could have been – um, what's his name? The original – not Scott Lang, but – um, uh, um uh, Oh, gosh. The original Hank man Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Hank somebody Pym. said Hank Pym, and I was like, I would love that. That'd I be- would love that because what I also love about the show is like they brought these little characters from these other movies – as sort of, like, big leads in this show. I was like, we're seeing Darcy? Oh, my God, and, that's amazing. Yeah, admi-
1: admittedly, like, in all, in what's, I guess, yeah, in Thor 1 and 2, she was always my least favorite. Right. But, like, in this, like, they gave her enough to actually do something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you picked up on this, but, I mean, Wu, Rambo, and Darcy their their respective franchises of Ant-Man, uh, Captain Marvel, and Thor, they all have sequels coming out in the next two, three years.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, that's crazy, and then, you know, what also is amazing about the MCU in general is just, like, these little callbacks and little nuggets they drop, like, the Jimmy Woo thing, the, I didn't... The card trick. I did not pick up on it, and then when somebody mentioned it, I was like, motherfucker, I should have seen that coming. yeah. I was yeah. like, that is... And it's a quick moment, too. It's just a quick little moment. And I'm just like, I love it when they do shit like this. It's the little moments that get me. I'm just like, oh, callbacks. Like, I love it. And, yeah, I – yeah, I – I, again, I'm on that train, too, where I'm I'm just like, I would love to see Jimmy Woo and Darcy, like, investigating – the unknown in the MCU. Like, I would oh. love to see an X-Files type of show like right. that.
1: Um, I saw uh, someone I follow on uh, YouTube pretty religiously. They they, they want to call this show Welcome to the Luniverse. Oh, And my. I am very much on board with that. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think someone
0: higher up said, yeah, they're, you know, well, it's kind of being rumored that they're kind of looking at that idea. I'm like, man, who would have thought that that idea alone – would have come up i just i I, again i i can't get over it i i think what also is pretty damn amazing is the fact that you have these characters who were always side characters as a main like sort of you know Mm -hmm. they're the main characters and they get to shine a lot you know there's a lot of great moments and i always I liked Vision. I liked Scarlet Witch. But the fact that we get to spend time with them is pretty damn amazing. Um, you know,
1: just that formula of taking a side character and giving them their own thing, that usually doesn't work. Right. Exactly. And so the fact that it does just makes it so much more exceptional.
0: And it's like, now I can't wait to see what they do with Falcon the Winter Soldier, which for me was like, yeah, that's the one I'm like most looking forward to because it's like Captain America related because I'm like, yeah, this... Sure buddy comedy kind of duo i'm like i i'm so curious to see what that looks like like what happens when there's no when the world doesn't have a captain america like you know i i'm just fascinated by that whole thing it's just like i i what does it mean to be the next captain america if he's even going to be referenced as the next captain america which either way is fine with me but i'm just like that responsibility and that pressure and just having to you know Suffer almost just to go forward, but yeah.
1: yeah. And now I gotta ask you. We don't have to harp on this too long, but are you team like the shield should have been given to Bucky, or are you cool with Falcon having it? I mean,
0: when I think when I look back on it, it made so much sense why Sam got it because you know even like now I'm pretty sure Bucky is still a one person on some sort of level like you know Bucky isn't necessarily worthy of the shield because of all the turmoil he's done in the past and with Sam Sam was right there with uh Captain America through his you know everything almost when shield slash Hydra turned on Steve or whatever it just I don't know like for me personally it's like when I look at it realistically I'm like yeah, it makes sense why Sam would get it because Bucky's kind of a wanted fugitive
1: in some capacity. Like, I, I don't yes, know. Logisti- logistically, yes, it makes sense why Falcon got it. Or, yeah. Uh,
0: and, you know, as a fan, I'm just like, just just tell your story. You know, I, I, I never let yeah. the fan in me get upset with it. I mean, I've only had it done once. And it's not really story beat. It's more of just like, decisions that I don't agree with like for me personally uh as far as the design looks or whatever it doesn't take away anything from this guy's performance or the movie I'm just not a fan of the design of the Joker and the Dark Knight I'm just not a fan of it so but still a great fucking movie but um but yeah um what else about WandaVision so You know, Mephisto, I was like, I don't see it. You know, fan theories, like I said, fan theories kind of scared me because I'm like, fuck, what if they're right? And, you know, I was just like, Mephisto, Magneto, I'm like, again, I don't like the idea because it's just like, it feels, it just takes away of what makes WandaVision so damn good. Like, no, just, you know, like the Mandalorian thing, you know, I feel like Season 2 of Mandalorian was great fan service. Everything made sense. And it was fan service, but it was good fan service. It didn't feel like you had to throw in Bogatan or Ahsoka or (laughs) let us see Jedi Master Luke Skywalker in his prime or whatever. Like, it, it earned it. And much like, you know, stuff like in Endgame or whatever, you know, where we get, you know, Captain America fucking wielding uh, Mjolnir at Thanos or whatever. It's like, you know, it's great. But when we look at WandaVision, especially watching it the second time, it's like it's really focused on Wanda. It's a much smaller scale. And I appreciate that they didn't go too big with it and whatnot. I just, you know, like, it, those really stick out to me.
1: You brought, you brought up... Uh, Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. So I, it, it just, it perfectly leads into how'd you feel about that uh, Luke Skywalker size cameo that Paul Bettany, uh was so jazzed about?
0: Well, that was the thing,
1: too. I, I saw,
0: so it, well, first, well, I, I looked into that, actually. I recently looked into that, and it was what happened was it was Elizabeth Olsen was asked, you know, hey, we just saw Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. Is there another type of Luke Skywalker cameo? And, you know, Elizabeth Olsen just said yes. And then with the Paul Bettany thing, I I didn't look into in, it, but, you know, f- but how did, did I feel about it? How did I feel about it? I, it didn't bother me as much because I'm like, okay, you know, because I didn't, you know, I wasn't invested in as much theories or whatever. Like, I wasn't invested in them. When i heard them I'm like yeah that sounds nice but to hear a luke skywalker cameo level i was like you know I, I i just like i just didn't see it because i just felt like i i was like you can't i don't i don't know what's a big level cameo skywalker unless it's a professor xavier patrick stewart or um the other guy as magneto sir e mckellen as magneto and even thinking about that, I'm just like, again, I, I I, wouldn't mind seeing that. But at the same time, I'm just like, I just hope it makes sense. Like, you know... Well,
1: and I would have been happy with really anybody. But the fact that he was talking about himself this whole time, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's
0: why, that's why I try to like... I don't go in with expectations. I always try to like just, just go in, watch it, and then digress it later. And it's like... I, I did love the fact that even Paul Bettany was like, you know, saying like, "Yeah, I was like, I I said something, and then people made out to be, and I'm just just like, oh no, I god damn it, I wish it was that, you know, even Paul Bettany Bettany felt bad about it because he was like, I was just saying some stuff, I thought it was pretty funny, but then people
1: took it way too serious, so it was it was Tom Holland level. Uh, talking out of turn. Well, I would say it was I wouldn't. Say, well, I wouldn't say out I would of say turn. it's a troll. Know.
0: I would say it's a troll more than anything. Honestly, I, I just because Tom Holland, yeah, because again, it, really it, it wasn't <laughs> that level. I think Paul Bettany just like you said, he thought it was funny. So, but yeah, man, like,
1: well, props to him. Then
0: uh, that's the thing about fans. I always, I'm always like you know sometimes I just have to roll my eyes at the fans. I'm like just stop. Like, you're really overdoing it with these theories. And I'm like, okay. So, the thing I didn't like about WandaVision, that you know, after binging it again, it didn't bug me. And that was the whole Agnes Harkness thing. Which, I I will say, watching it again, you know, didn't bother me as much. But it does kind of feel weird at the very end when she's like, when that jingle goes on, It was Agatha all along. And I'm like, it. no, it wasn't. I mean, yeah, she did some tampering or whatever, but, like, you guys make it out like she's behind all of this, but it's not. And it's another thing I don't like. Oh, I got you. I got you. It's just like, okay, you know, throwing her into the third third to the last episode or whatever. It's like, okay, you know, because, again, I, I mean, how do you end a show without a villain you know like how do you because I always love the idea that it's Wanda all along I'm like yeah like I can't like it's just fascinating to see a hero turn or whatever on some capacity like not full-on villain or whatever but just the idea that this character is just so broken just like Torn apart by everything,
1: and so you know when I Agnes... quite literally looking at that end credit scene in the finale. But we can get to that.
0: Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Which I, 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 I will say this, um, you know, but I know, I know this is part one of a third three story act. So binging it again, I am just like, it makes sense. Also, I did love the fact that they didn't kill her off; that she could definitely come back. Agnes can definitely come back, and she was great. Catherine Hahn as Agnes, uh, Agatha Harkness was pretty great. I mean, I really liked her. And when it was the week to week, you know, somebody theorized, what if, you know, I think it was Kevin Smith that said, you know, what if it's just like, she's trying to prevent from Wanda doing something really fucking stupid. And I was like, that's great. And then somebody said another theory of like, what if Agatha is just, you know, the villain in the WandaVision like, what if Wanda made up Agatha to be the villain? And I was like, that would be so meta, it's not even funny. Like, that would have been so meta, I I wouldn't have any words. But, you know, watching it again, it, I, you know, it made sense. It totally made sense. Because it's like, you know, as a person, as a creative person, I don't know where you would end this. I mean, you could have ended it with, you know, Wanda, Having to take down the wall because you know there's that there's this great subplot where Vision, fake Vision, is like something's not wrong. Why are you like? Why won't you tell me what's going on? Why can't I remember anything before Westview and all of this? Like that scene between those two was so incredible. Yeah, you know him challenging like, is he even real? Like that was so great to me, and you know. It is pretty funny how week to week, you know, we heard about how Wanda took the the dead body vision or whatever, and was like, you know, and now she has kids, and it's like, wait a minute, is Wanda into you know fucking dead bodies or whatever? Like that's kind of that's fucking far. (laughs) Like that's a bit far. So, but yeah, the Agnes thing, watching it again, didn't bother me as much. Although I will say. You know, what was it really Agatha all along? Like, you know,
1: right? How much did, was she really like involved? Like, right, and, um, and you know, one for, thing I'll just yeah go go ahead and finish. Okay, so oh, sorry.
0: there's another scene, and mm-hmm. it's I think it's the finale, or maybe it's the flashback scene. I can't remember exactly. I think it's it's probably the flashback scene where we see all of Wanda's traumatic uh, events or whatever. But mm-hmm. the opening for that episode where we see. Agatha Harkness' backstory. It's like, you know, this feels like they just added that in for shits and giggles. It's like, you didn't really need to see this. You know? (laughs) Like, it would have been really cool if when we do see that battle between Wanda and Agnes and, you know, Wanda does her little mind trick on Agnes and you just see fucking corpses everywhere and you're just like, what the fuck happened here? Like, I... Because, again, Agatha does explain, like, you know, this chaos mag- magic, you are Scarlet Witch, and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, you didn't really need her backstory. Like, I just, you didn't need to see that. I just, that's my opinion.
1: I was going to say, I, I think we can both agree that um, it, we're glad that uh, Hayward did not end up being a big bad. <laughs> yes, dude. Like, I don't know I, how you think uh, about that guy. Okay, but.
0: so here's another debate people have was hayward a bad guy it's like no he's not a bad guy Mm -hmm. yes he like broke the sokovia accord uh rule or whatever by bringing the vision back to life or whatever you know because it's against his will and all that business but at the minus that at the end of the day hayward you can kind of see where hayward is coming from even though he's a big fucking dick Mm -hmm
1: so you know what, what i saw and it stuck in my head ever since i heard it i didn't believe it but like it just kept sticking in my head like rearranging his name spells hmm. hydra with like a few extra letters i was like there's no way see
0: somebody somebody <laughs> i i saw somebody theorize like what if hayward is just another um the character from the winter soldier played by robert uh
1: Oh, uh, Alexander... What's his name? Alexander Pierce, yeah. Pierce, yeah. Somebody
0: said that, and I was like, wouldn't that be some shit? Like, this happens... First it happened in S.H.I.E.L.D., now it's happening in S.W.O.R.D. Like, (laughs) I was like, I would be all for that, but that's not what we got, and at the end of the day, it's like, you know, Hayward was right. You know, Hayward had every right mind except for bringing Vision back. Plus, you know... I wasn't even upset when he was trying to shoot the kids. I'm like, they're not even real. Like relax. Like I saw everybody get their pains in a bunch. It's like Well, that's
1: shoot- a thing. Like that's that's also another thing like uh, cuz what what in the comics, I know the kids aren't real, but right. you don't find out for like a long time like after they've established the Young Avengers. Mhm. Um, so like I was wondering like were they gonna keep them around? They might. They, I mean they still could come back. They bring anybody yeah, back exactly. But I
0: I never once believed the kids were real because I'm like it happened in the hex and you know they couldn't identify the kids because it came out of Wanda and it's like yeah it came out of Wanda so it's probably right. not gonna be real. Like you could have made a case where they were real, but. But then again, you really can't because vision's not real. <laughs> like,
1: or have some like Pinocchio crap in here. Like, oh, we'll turn you into a real boy. I don't know it, exactly. But, and so I, I it,
0: it is what it is. And I was kind of like, kind of glad they're not real because I feel like, you know, I was hoping that they would get killed and they did, and which I'm surprised nobody else is talking about. It's like, you know, that's the thing what with a this sentence. Show. Yeah, like you know, she closes. The I was heads. hoping the kids get killed. Yeah, like I mean, it wasn't like <laughs> not like in that gruesome way, not no, like being I know, shot. I know, of course, I know what you
1: mean. but <laughs> out of context, that would be a very strange. Yeah, silence. but yeah, because go ahead.
0: you know, it's Disney. Like they're not going that far. Um, but yeah, I mean, it it's really really good. I will say there is another like at the very final, or whatever, it's the post, no, it's not the post credit scene, it's the very Um, last thing Monica says to Wanda. And it's kind of like, Mm -hmm. makes you question, it's like, is there gonna be repercussions for her? Because at the end of the day, she's a bad guy too. Like, she was kind of the villain, not villain, but like, you know, she did some shady shit or whatever, and that's kind of why I'm like, Hayward wasn't like, all that fucking crazy to (laughs) want to like, take her out. Like, I don't think his plan was ever to his plan was not to blow up westview he just wanted to get people out of there and so that,
1: well, that and also make a reanimated vision which he yeah, succeeded in
0: yeah it, exactly and so um but the line between when, when monaco says you know wanda's walking about to leave westview and she's looking around and people are just giving her mean looks and monica goes they'll never know your sacrifice and i'm like hold up, are we talking about the same Wanda that, like, built a hex around people, and, you know, she even admits, like, when she's talking to fake Pietro or whatever, and she's, like, you know, Pietro's, ta- like, she asked Pietro, you don't think this is wrong or whatever, she knows she what she's doing, and it's, like, sacrifice, what the hell are you talking about, it's, like, okay, yeah, you beat the bad witch or whatever, but it's, like, Dude, she needs to be like arrested. Like, what? So I'm just kind of curious: is there going to be any repercussions for Doctor Strange? Multiverse sure. of Madness. Um, I also love the fight between the two visions, and
1: especially the when... the intellectual fight. Yeah, yes. that was great.
0: <laughs> oh my god! And I love the fact that you know, especially watching again, the they are on the same level. Like, there was never gonna, there was no not going to be a winner because it just would have went on. Ooh. Forever. Yeah. And watching that whole scene again, man, it's like, you know, I love poetic, very logical vision. And now we get two. Like, I love that. I just love that whole conversation. It's like again, it's it's the little moments in the MCU that I love the most. It's like and that whole conversation, it's like that just speaks to the vision character a lot. And right. yeah, I I am curious to see where, what, when we see White Vision again because I'm like I have no clue where he could pop up I have no clue what he's going to be up to I have no clue for any of this like I really don't so yeah of course
1: Rob. that was one thing like where like White Vision just like dips I'm like, like, like I thought he may stay around to help out a little bit yeah but
0: you would have nope. thought I, I guess he's just going to go find himself I guess I, I don't know but it's like I am curious to see what they do with White Vision for now on because it's not the Vision, but it's it's a different entity. Like he has the memories, but he doesn't – he probably is not going to feel the same feelings that the original Vision had or whatever. It, it goes back to that conversation with the whole ship of Deities and whatnot. So uh, I'm curious. My, my,
1: initial, my initial guess is like just thinking of the movies coming up. Yeah, like, what my guess would probably be Thor: Love and Thunder is the next time we'll see him, or Guardians Three. See, I'm not sure which one. But. See,
0: I could see him popping up in Doctor uh, Doctor Strange: Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness because Wanda's going to be in Multiverse of Madness, so right. Um, yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay, <laughs> but yeah, let's let's talk about the post credit scenes. Uh, the first one, it that's you know. Uh, I imagine what that scroll uh, is, you know, who is Monica Goosey or whatever, and it's either Talos or it's probably Nick Fury, because we know Nick yeah, Fury yeah. is I, up there. I thought it was
1: very clearly Nick Fury. I didn't have anybody else in mind.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. See, yeah. It, it, it can be both of them, but yeah, you might be right. It might be Nick Fury, so, but yeah, I, I also loved that we got to see her powers, but we didn't see the full extent to her powers. Because so I imagine there's more to her, Monica's powers, so... That's gonna be interesting. Uh,
1: what's what's her future hero name?
0: Oh, ah, God. It There's I, there's so many. There's Photon, and...
1: That's, that's the one I'd heard. There's that's Photon, what I heard. and
0: right. I think she even is... Takes up the Captain Marvel name, too. Which okay. is like, okay. It no, is what it is. But the last post credit scene uh first of all I gotta ask she might be astral planing but the fact that you know she's doing it while her body is walking around is very scary like that is scary to me I'm just like but then again Agnes said you know you are more powerful than the source of supreme and I'm like (sighs) Dr. Strange reference and so I'm just like, right. Yeah,
1: that's not good. <laughs> it's like, like it's like uh, one once upon a time in Hollywood, like he said it.
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> it's the ex- thing. Ex- exactly. And so, but yeah, seeing, you know, uh, Wanda in her own thing. Okay, first of all, let's talk about her costume. Uh, personally for me, I I love her costume. I love how they adapted I love the fact that her headpiece has some sort of design going on and so um, I don't know how 100% true this is, but, you know, you saw it, I saw it, yeah. <laughs> but on her chest, there is apparently a replica, like, it, the, the design, you know, it's the uh, the outline on her suit is the Mind Stone, like, by her neck or whatever, and I was like, I swear to God. Yeah, it's like
1: a, it's like a little cutout on the neckline, yes, yeah.
0: yes, and I was like, I swear to God, if this is true... That's amazing, but if it's not, I cannot unsee it because I'm like, that. that's fucking beautiful. It's not even a necklace, and it's like, oh, what the hell, man? That's amazing. But, yeah, I, I love her costume, and I always what? thought we were never going to see the headband, and I was like, the fact that they made it work, again, shows you what I know. Like, what the fuck do I know? They're going to make it work one way or another. So, yeah, um... I have, I, I mean, I imagine we're all theorizing that, yeah, she's going to read the Darkhold. She's going to basically pull a Wilson Fisk and from uh, Spider-Man to Spider-Verse to find her, th- the true twins and kids and whatnot. And then Doctor Strange is going to be in, come in and be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I was not prepared for this. And, you know, it also makes me wonder does the darkhold come from the um the sanctum sanctorum or whatever hmm. like one of them like that would be pretty cool if you know the darkhold was originally from one of those sanctums or whatever but just like right. locked up or whatever but
1: i yeah it, it makes me think like cuz I, I personally doctor strange is one of my least favorite mm-hmm. mcu films yeah. and like i can't even i couldn't even tell you the name of the villain in that movie um, but like Kyselius it makes you wonder, like w- whatever his name is, the yeah. like the Magic Nicholson guy, yeah. Um, and like there had to be more than one evil book, mm-hmm. right? So it, it, it gets me wondering, just like what you were saying,
0: yeah, because there's there was a lot of books, and you saw Doctor Strange pulling all these books and reading them, and you know, I just feel like you know because we know the Ancient One was using dark magic, so you know she was pulling you know dark magic from I believe it was like the mirror verse or whatever it's like how does she know about the mirror verse maybe and how does she know how to draw that power maybe from the dark hold maybe like that's my theory because i'm just like i can't because it's it's got to be that like i feel like the mirror verse has something to do with the cracking of the multiverse and the fact that you know I, i'm just excited to see sam Raimi. Direct Doctor Strange too, like I, I'm just right. like the great Sam Raimi. Like, personally, if it was me, I would have, I would take the gloves off, let him do whatever Doctor Strange movie he wants to do, because you know there's gonna be restrictions, and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But you know, just the idea that Sam Raimi is doing Doctor Strange, which again, calling back to Spider Man Two when they're trying to give. Otto Octavius his uh, code codename or whatever. Yeah, pretty pretty awesome. But yeah, I you know, I don't think Wanda will be the villain villain because we still got Baron Mordu out there killing uh That's sorcerers true. and whatnot. Yeah. So but then again it would be cool to see maybe her not becoming a villain villain, but like the antagonist where, you know, she wants to do right but she's going the wrong way. And that way you have, you know, maybe Baron Moru tries to go at Wanda and fails miserably and has to team up with Doctor Strange, even though he doesn't want to because of what he did in the first movie. And it's like, dude, I am so curious to see how this ties in to that. Like, see how that wraps up. And I'm also kind of curious to see how this ties into Spider-Man No Way Home. So... Because it, it's supposed to be that's you know it's a one it's a three story part story or whatever and so I'm like okay, one division and then no way home, then Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. I'm I'm curious, but I think overall I really enjoyed it. I I can't wait to see more of these Disney plus uh, Marvel shows now because it's like you know who, I don't know what to expect anymore. I'm just like. You know, I just right. wasn't prepared to be as entertained. And, you know, you can do a lot in a show. Like, and the fact that we're seeing, like, these side characters get their own, like, you know, shows, like, we're going to spend more time with these characters. And that's pretty it, yeah, exciting. Yeah, like, to starting
1: me. with what uh, I think it at the time of this recording what it's next week or maybe two weeks when oh, Falcon and Winter Soldier you're starts. you're right
0: it's next week oh my god you're and, right like
1: the fact that like we're gonna get a lot more sharon carter time has oh, me a lot really excited dude. I, like, they... I like that character a lot
0: oh my god when they said they're bringing sharon carter back i'm like this is why i love the mcu you're bringing back characters that we previously saw in movies and i'm just like oh dude kevin feige you know what you're doing, like oh my god, I just and then the Loki show, which first of all that's
1: my that's my <laughs> next favorite, like that's what I'm most excited for now.
0: Like first of all, I I cannot believe that own Wilson of all people has a mustache and is right. in.
1: I, I didn't know I, I didn't oh, know I needed that.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm just like man, I haven't I haven't watched you in any, anything since shanghai noon or whatever like i haven't watched anything new from you in a long time like wow and you know he's still rocking it so but yeah overall i enjoyed wandavision had one hell of a time with it especially the week to week you know i I think both ways they were great you know i feel like if you watched it there's just something to appreciate about it especially you know the fact that we went a whole year without mcu related content and, you know, the first thing we get is WandaVision and the fact that Marvel came out swinging like no other. And I think it paid off. I thought it was really great.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like for this to be the kickoff to phase four, I don't know how, like when when we get Black Widow in a couple months, um, I don't know if that that's going to mess up the timeline or whatever because it's not the order they wanted. But yeah. um, like I think this was probably a lot s- stronger of a release just because it's subverted expectations and just let people know, hey, like we did our three-act thing, but we're not done. This is what you should expect.
0: Yeah, and dude, I, I think the one thing I got a kick out of watching WandaVision was hearing that amazing, you know, Marvel Studios logo with the orchestra playing. Mm. And I'm like,
1: oh... Is that like, on a weekly basis yes, yes like
0: <laughs> dude that I was like dude cause it, cause it really feels like you know welcome back like the first time we saw it it was like you know it just felt like the music was speaking to me just being like welcome back and it's just like oh my god like every week it was like welcome home sir I'm like oh fucking entertain me like I need everything <laughs> so but... yeah it was always
1: my it's always the best part of like uh, coming getting home from school on Fridays after uh, eight hours with twelve year olds, you know, not to say I don't like my I don't appreciate my students. <laughs> They're great, but uh, Friday nights are for teachers,
0: right? Like it, <laughs> it made Fridays fun again. It, it's so bizarre because you're heading into the weekend, and oh my god, it's like yeah, keep this ball rolling because I'm uh, uh, I can't wait for Falcon Winter Soldier. Granted, you know will it be bigger than one division? I don't know, but you can you can already bet that, you know, the rings, mm-hmm. if it's good, it'll just keep going and going. So,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: if, if Yeah, because yeah, people's free trials will be over by then. So, right. But yeah.
0: And see, that was my mentality too. I was like, you know, alright, I'm gonna get, you know, Disney Plus just for Mandalorian Season 2 and then stop it and then come back from WandaVision. But then I'm like, Fuck it, I'm already here. (laughs) Like, you know, you already got me because, you know, gotta see what genius Kevin Feige is making now. So, yeah, man, I'm excited.
1: I was fortunate enough uh, um, that I signed up for, like, the, what was it, the D23 Insider package or whatever. So I don't have to pay again until the end of 2022. And they, like, they, right? Like, they had no, because that was tw- 2019 when they launched. So if they had known what 2020 was going to be, mm-hmm. oh man! But I, I squeaked out of that.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, you sir have got to go, don't you?
1: Yeah, I've got stuff to do. Unfortunately, Alrighty. but yeah.
0: righty So, Jonathan, where can people find you on the social media if you even want them to find
1: you? Um, I'm not very active right now, but if you want to on Instagram, you can go to at Barry short reviews, B E R R Y short reviews. That's my movie review Instagram. I haven't done a whole lot with it, but I have plans in the making. So hopefully there'll be stuff there soon.
0: Alrighty, sir. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Alexander underscore Thorpe. There's no E at the end of Thorpe. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Alexander underscore Thorpe. There's no E at the end. And yeah, come back next week because I'm sure you all are really looking forward to hearing me talk about Zack Snyder's Just Sleek. Which, so that'll be fun. Maybe, maybe not. Might need some drinks with that while I watch it. I don't know. But we'll see. Um, So thank you all for listening. Uh, Until then, I'm Tristan that's your cute uh oh is it okay yeah and i'm jonathan and you just been spoiled